This week on Last Week, we've got Tanacon memes, we've got a Mario Tennis Aces review, and Jake and I have Gaming Disorder. Just like Americans on Independence Day, we only vaguely know what we're talking about. It's last week on the internet. And I'm Jake, joined by my lovely co-host, Stefan. How are you doing this lovely July day? Knocking over bird's bees on my desk. No! But <laughs> well, I'm hot, um, as I'm sure the rest of you out there are, except hot, for you northerners. Yeah, a little bit of sweaty, here. and mm-hmm. a lot of it already. Yeah, buddy. Oh, I'm a lot of bit of sweaty, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Back brace life is not treating me kindly. Um, <laughs> so, are we going to jump into it with what we've been playing? Because I don't think that that has changed. Yeah, well, we are recording <laughs> very soon after we recorded last time because we're trying to pump out that content. Yeah. We're trying to like make up for the fact that we disappeared for a whole month of June. But now mm-hmm. we're doing so many episodes. We're back at it again with two episodes, three episodes. You're going to see last day on the internet here at last week on the internet. <laughs> we're basically going to be the Philip DeFranco show. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, we've man. basically been playing the same things. I started playing Fire Emblem. I can't remember if I said that last time. I think I said I bought yeah, it. I, I don't know. Yeah. I haven't. I've actually been paying attention to playing Super Mario Tennis Aces. Wait, is it Super Mario or is it just Mario Tennis Mario Aces? Tennis Aces. Yeah. Yeah. I've been actually trying now at playing Mario Tennis Aces. Um, before, I was interested, but didn't really have my heart in the game. Um, yeah. Then after overexerting myself in VR yesterday, I am now committed back to, to playing. <laughs> yeah. Back to the pancake lifestyle. Yeah. And I am playing at Mario Tennis Aces and loving it. I uh, this morning got in the 8-BitDo SF30 controller for the Switch, and it's amazing. I'm loving it. Nice. Nice. So, yeah, I think I'm going to get kind of deep into this game, unfortunately. Good, good. (laughs) Then we'll meet up. We'll play so many duos. It'll be beautiful. Let's smash holes. Let's, let's, (laughs) you know, smashing holes. Let's talk about all the holes that were smashed at Tanacon 2018. You don't know, Tanamongoose is a YouTuber and... (laughs) She uh, held her own Tana Con to yes. sort of rival VidCon because she had problems with VidCon, so she she held Tana Con. Things did not go <laughs> so smoothly though at Tana Con. Uh, not at all. <laughs> they they kind of like they they kind of oversold it a little bit. And by little you mean a lot. A lot. <laughs> um, so what was going on at Tana Con? Tell me, fill me, fill the rest of the, us in. Um, so basically. Tana decided that she had qualms, like you said, had qualms with VidCon, and decided she was going to make her own convention that ran at the same time as VidCon. That was mistake number one. Mistake number two was that she decided that everyone at TanaCon is a featured creator. So uh, you, the tickets were free uh, because everyone is, you know, everyone's welcomed. There was an uh, a upgrade package. That I believe was like $150 or $100, something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was not required to attend. You could just get free tickets. 
Um, so of course what that meant was, despite the fact that it was running at the same time as VidCon, um, and apparently like not very far away from it either, uh, like distance-wise, um, a lot of people still showed up, um, causing the line to get kind of ridiculous. And uh, the people that were waiting in line were waiting outside in a parking lot in the sun. Mm-hmm. There were no trees and no shade and no water. So um, not a great scenario to be in. Uh, ultimately, it was found out later that the amount of people that showed up in attendance would not have been able to fit in the venue anyway. By a lot, um, too. I think it was yes. like something like, I don't know, 5,000 max att- like capacity. And it was like... I think like it was like 5,000 or so people like had showed up. Uh, okay. And then the capacity was yeah. like 1,400 or yeah, something. Yeah, something like that. Okay. Yeah, something like not even close. Right. Uh, and they they like said that they expected there to be uh, people, you know, rotating in and out. And that's how they were going to do it. So then they said that they were going to get a different venue that had a higher capacity. I think that one might have done and might have had like the 5,000 or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I know at the like at the end, when it's all said and done, I think there were around like 15K people or so total. Yeah. Who like got tickets. Uh, or, like, who tried to attend, you know, like, because you didn't have to get, you didn't have to pay for a ticket, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, that happened. And then, of course, because of the fact that people were waiting outside and stuff like that in the heat and uh, no water and all that stuff, that made people start getting upset. And uh, so that spiraled downhill a little bit further where the creators that they said were going to be on panels at Tanacon were also creators that were going to be at VidCon. Unfortunately, whoever scheduled the panels at Tanacon did not pay attention to the VidCon schedule, and there were overlapping panels where some of those uh, creators obviously could not be at both of them at the same time. Um, And of course, it just makes sense that they would choose to go to VidCon instead. Um, so that obviously made things get worse and worse. And, uh, like I said, they ended up having to change the venue, uh, like in between the two days. And of course that didn't really pan out too well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The entire thing was basically a shit show. <laughs> not, I'll, not the yeah, I'll put a link in the description to uh, a twitter thread of someone who was waiting in line and like tweeting about it while they were uh waiting in the heat apparently uh when she was tweeting she had already been waiting for two hours and Mm. they had not like moved forward they were just like standing there in the heat yeah so that's cool (laughs) well let's talk about some other idiots PUBG has decided that they're gonna not be suing fortnite uh we talked about it about a couple, couple months ago, a couple shows ago, yeah. <laughs> uh, where PUBG had decided to sue Fortnite over copying them um, and their battle royale uh, format. Well, they decided mm-hmm. that they're going to cancel that lawsuit. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's good for PUBG because let's jump into rest in peace. It's just yeah. have so uh, we 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 were gone for a little bit, you know. But while we were gone, we weren't just playing games behind your backs and not talking about it. We were doing stuff. Some of us were in pain. Some of us were enjoying. But we, we jumped back onto the sticks uh, when we, we both were feeling a little bit better. And uh, the game the game looks a little bit different. Yeah. I don't know if you can notice some of the, the, the small changes that they've done. Uh, but you, the bad you, changes. The pop, you pop open that game now, and there are just straight up 
advertisements. Granted, oh yeah, for the game, but it looks like a free to play game now. Yes, There's and I like, think that's like one of the bigger. That's the tip of the iceberg, honestly, for what like a lot of fans are complaining about is the fact that they're doing this kind of free to play looking thing when it's not a free to play right game. well here's <laughs> the thing too is that they uh they they also have like they they released this new map but uh as they did they did they released like a a pass kind of setup yeah where you the, pay ten dollars uh, right the battle pass and you pay ten dollars and you um, can like unlock things by playing this new map, sort of like Fortnite has with their battle pass. Um, right. Except for, here's the thing that people are mad about: Fortnite is a free-to-play game, and yes. PUBG is not. So people are like, "Oh, yeah. cool! So I'm already paying thirty dollars for this game, as well as I'm going to pay ten dollars for like the battle pass." Battle pass, yeah. Yeah, and even worse in comparison, not only that Fortnite's free and PUBG isn't, but the battle pass for PUBG sucks compared to Fortnite. Yeah, the does. Fortnite one lasts longer, like uh, teetering on like three times as long, getting close to that. Uh, right. I think the Fortnite one lasts like seventy-eight days or something like that, and the PUBG one lasts thirty. Um, the items that you, the cosmetics that you unlock in Fortnite during the battle pass are permanent, uh, whereas the ones in PUBG are not. The nice, cosmetics. Cool, cool. Uh, and then, of course, like you said, one of the games is free. I yeah. do think it's funny that they tried to like offset that mentality because if you noticed when they released the battle pass, PUBG went on sale for ten dollars less. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like they're trying to be like, but look, the game is only twenty dollars, and then you can buy the ten dollar battle pass, so it's the same price. <laughs> I feel like yeah. that was the mentality potentially. So one of the things that I hate about it is that they added oh, it's just such a small thing but it's mm-hmm. that the fact that when you jump on that plane there was for a while a advertisement on the plane and granted like I said oh, yeah. still an advertisement for their own game so that, right. that there was like a banner flying behind the, the plane and it was advertising um like a world tournament or something like that yeah the PUBG like invitational tournament right and so i don't know sure you're advertising for your own game but also it just doesn't look good it isn't Mm. so yeah well it made it even worse when they put the PUBG logo on top of if you have the standard parachute like the normal issued parachute yeah has the PUBG logo on it now as opposed to it was just what green before yeah so, yeah, they legitimately went out of their way to change that. Right. And, I, I mean, like you said, even though it's it's kind of an advertisement for the game, it's unnecessary. Like, right. you're playing the game already. Right. <laughs> and I think, I, I mean, I understand maybe they want to do it for people who are watching someone stream, and it's like, I think you know what game this is. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. I think since that, that, that time, I don't know if we've uh, we've played since then. I haven't. Yeah, noticed. I don't think so. Yeah. Nope, unfortunately that. been off the sticks. I um I don't so, know. Like I was saying before, I don't know if I have the same feel about it like I used to. Yeah. So that it's means that uh game. it's just slowly gonna move into the uh the realm of like talked about games where we're just like, Oh yeah, that's a game we used to play and we'll talk about it mm-hmm. now, but we don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, buddy. Much like Overwatch. <laughs> Yeah, but the good news about it is it does not have to add to my ever-growing list of unfinished games. Well, <laughs> I mean, you can't really finish that game. But Yeah, so it's like, eh, not so bad. I don't know. The other thing uh, that I did 
another point that I personally like to bring up, even though I understand, I disagree with the ideas behind like the battle pass and stuff like that. But my biggest thing is when we bought the game, it was thirty dollars, and we have put five hundred or so hours into Don't it. Don't tell them so that. Like, yeah, you're gonna like, have to bleep out that. Uh, it's like I, I'm not that mad. I guess I don't know. Just Think like of uh, redacted you know? so that you guys yeah. still respect us. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, uh, think of other games that, for, for example, like a $60 title. When's the last time you put that much money into a $60? Or sorry, put that much time into a $60 title. When was the last time so you bought like, a $60 title? True. Well, I guess I guess any Nintendo Switch game. But yeah, that's true. Just didn't pay $60, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah. So speaking of Nintendo Switch mm. and uh, how much PUBG is not on it. Actually, that would be wild, but they can't get PUBG to run on the Xbox. Um, yeah. Uh, some new releases to the eShop this week, or last week. Yeah, that's the name of the show. Um, I was super stoked for one of them in particular that I realized no one will give a shit about, and that is MotoGP 18, dropping on the Switch Arena. Uh, the game came out earlier in June for the pc xbox and playstation and the developers said yeah we're gonna release a switch version and unfortunately i did not believe them but they did they came around to it and i am kind of angry and kind of not because i want to buy it but clearly it would make better sense in my opinion to buy it for pc because the graphics will be better Uh uh-huh they figured out how to get me on that one because on PC it's ten dollars more expensive. So oh. I was like, oh, well, I can just deal with playing the Switch version. It's fine. Um, so then my next plan was, all right, I'll get the Switch one, but I'll just buy the physical one in a couple months because it'll be on sale because no one wants this game. Mm-hmm. Got him. They didn't release the physical version. There's oh. only digital, so the price doesn't ever have to go down. Yeah. And then the last thing that I'm concerned about is the fact that uh as you know if you've played the switch it does not have any analog triggers and of course usually in racing games you use the analog triggers for your acceleration and brake so that you can adjust how much you're using as opposed to just on or off and uh, i don't know how they got around that on the switch i'm not sure so those are the things that are holding me back from purchasing it and of course because it it just came out it came out on the 28th of June, so because it just came out, and because it's MotoGP on the Switch, so no one cares. Uh, I can't find any reviews for the Switch version particularly. Uh, um, yeah, I can find reviews, but uh, even the meta, uh, even on Metacritic, when you go, well, when I went to it last, uh, if you go to the Switch version, there's just no reviews. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. So uh, yeah, worried about that. Uh, strangely enough, Nekopara is coming to the Switch, which is no. weird. <laughs> So there's some things. So first of all, it is kind of, it's like a you know like a what's it called? Like, Gal game. Uh, well, yes and no. It's more like a visual novel. That's what I was trying to think. Um, visual gal novel. novel. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the weird part about it is Nekopara has nudity in it. Oh. Um, normally, but I don't know if they have like a special version on the Switch that's not going to have the nudity. I'm unsure. Uh, if it does have nudity, I'm surprised because Nintendo's just like straight up dropping gout games on the Switch. I'm impressed. Um, I put this game on here called Wolfie, and I don't know what it is. So yeah, I'm skip over that. <laughs> no, I couldn't. I couldn't find it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, it's a game. 
Yeah, isn't <laughs> you that know because what it I searched for it? I, I can't find anything called Wolfie. <laughs> if you know what that is, or I can't what find I was a game on about, Switch. Tweet <laughs> if you can tell what he's talking about, well, yeah. I can't even tell. I don't know what that was about. Maybe I mistyped something. I don't know. But if you were uh, didn't get enough of your fill of purchasing one game that you probably have bought on every platform for several years over and over again, Skyrim, uh, now you can switch over to buying Limbo out now on the Switch. You can buy that for the, I don't know, 30th time probably. Mm. The game came out eight years ago. Um, but I do actually like that game, but I, I don't know. I don't think, in my opinion, it's not worth repurchasing for the Switch. Uh-huh. So, yeah, um, speaking of other shitty Nintendo games, this Pokemon a, Go! <laughs> uh, only slightly Nintendo, but yeah. Yeah. How and about Nintendo's, that? It's Nintendo's IP. I hold them responsible. That's true. <laughs> um, so they finally released trading in Pokemon Go. Wow, only yeah. only uh, a year and a half yeah. after everyone stopped playing that garbage game. Yeah, I mean, you're really... Wasn't it July when it came out? Uh, yeah, it was... Uh, yeah, very, yeah, very you're right July. up against that two-year marker. Yeah. So, like, I don't I'm understand. sure everyone still cares about that. Oh, I wait. know, right? They don't. Yeah. <laughs> so, did you also see this? They, they, I saw this, but like, I don't care about Pokemon Go, so I didn't yeah. really care. Um, they're they're releasing like Alolan forms of the Pokemon. So Alolan is the newest. It's the that newest, island. Yeah, it's the newest. It's like basically Hawaii. Uh, okay. So they did like for the new. Alolan uh, place they did uh, for Sun and Moon they did like different variations of like the the same old Pokemon that you know so like for example there's like uh, there's like a Geodude that looks different he's got like hair kind of hair rocks things wait isn't that where this execute meme yes, came from there's okay executor that has oh, yeah, like, it's the, the tall tall head <laughs> tall boy yeah there's a, a surfing Raichu yeah, buddy. Uh, there's, there's an ice Vulpix, <sighs> and like a fucking like weird pink Grimer. Also, <sighs> just do yourself a favor if you're out there. Just go into Google and type Alolan uh, Meowth and take a look mm-hmm. at that bad boy. Oh, Ooh, buddy. Uh, oh yeah, that's this. a sexy. Link me. <laughs> do you see? I, this is a fan art, <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> this is fan art. But uh, it, it for some reason came up first. And see this bad boy. Uh, it says, hey, kids, want to yes! buy Yes! <laughs> All right, I found our cover art for this week's episode. Yes! Okay. Yes! Okay, cool. <laughs> well, you got you to gotta get asked that artist. Uh-huh. Yeah, I got to get permission. Yeah. So, but, <laughs> so they're adding stuff to this game, but it's, uh, I feel like, too, I don't know. People still play this game, though, right? I think those people are wrong, but yes. And though they still play it, yeah. <laughs> I think they're bad people, but yes, yeah. they still play it, unfortunately. Um, so much like uh, my care for the game moved on, we're moving on to Mario Tennis hey. Yeah, buddy! A good Nintendo game. Mm, um, well, kind of. Yeah, well, that's what we're here to talk about. Let's so, get our review. Well, let's get our game. review, but let's talk about, did you see... I don't know if people are actually... I'm always so skeptical when I read articles like this, but I was seeing, like, articles about Mario Tennis where people were, like, rate mad, quote-unquote mad, uh, and, like, returning the game because it wasn't, like, a tennis game. They It was, you know, it's, like, Mario Tennis, so, like, there's, like, weird stuff to it. And it's just like, yo, dude, is this your, like, first Mario game? Like, they don't just release, like, tennis games. Yeah, it wasn't going to be, like, Wimbledon Simulator. Right, so, like, people (laughs) also were mad that, like, um it is in the past some some of the mario tennis games they've been more 
quote unquote like realistic in the fact that like you i think a, a normal uh full match of tennis is like seven seven games oh talking about the match thing right yeah i don't know and i don't if you Ugh. win two in a row you instantly just win in this mario tennis yeah i mean some of that i do like i think the two in a row win thing is kind of annoying but i don't ultimately feel like it affects the gameplay so negatively that it ruins the game personally yeah i don't think so and as much as i am a mario kart no, no items boy i think that if you thought it was supposed to be like super realistic you bought the wrong game yeah i mean of course there is the what's it called it's not standard it's simple simple mode, mode. where you don't have like the energy stuff right and i'd say that like if you were looking for a little bit more of a realistic if you will experience i'd say it, the the controls for that and like everything it feels pretty tight it handles like nicely it doesn't feel like goofy you know yeah I mean? it's pretty it's pretty good yeah i think uh if you like were looking for i don't know wimbledon simulator you just bought the wrong game like you i was looking up it. i was like <laughs> i'm trying to i was trying to think like what what would they call like the uh, like a tennis game mm-hmm. um can you guess can you guess topspin yeah That's there you go tennis game yeah yeah i had topspin for the xbox oh nice Get you. back back in the day <laughs> But, um, yeah, so, like, if you're looking for that kind of game, you just came to the wrong place. But I also, and I realize this is, you're going to, uh, like, call me out for this, so just go ahead and rev it up. But I feel the same way as I feel about Mario Kart. I do enjoy playing with no items because it's more skill-based, in my opinion. But I think if you were looking for, like, super realistic, you shouldn't have started playing Mario Kart. You should have played, like, I don't know, Forza or something. Yeah. Or, like, uh, Gran Turismo. Like, those are supposed to be more accurate whereas of course with all of the mario sportsy games because there's a soccer one i feel like they they lean into it being somewhat realistic but of course it's a mario game so like it's gotta right. be weird <laughs> otherwise it would just be another tennis game cool so let's get into our review so yeah. do you like this game let's just start um i i do like the game yes Okay. I do have a lot of qualms with it, though. Would not you... in not related to the ones that you were just talking about. Yeah. So, <laughs> would you recommend it? Um. Yes, I okay. actually would. What about you? What I about like Andrew it. Recommend? I think. I think maybe it's a. Uh, actually, maybe not. I don't know. Uh-oh. I know that I like it, but I feel like this isn't a game for everyone. So. I, I a lot of the problems that people have with this game are I do agree with like so you haven't played the story mode but it is a garbage. Yeah, I've played it a little bit. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's it's not it's not that bad. It's just not that good. It's just kind of boring. Right. Yes. Uh, it's it's just like you're playing C, like a CPU and then every once in a while you have to do like uh, a challenge or something like that. Right. But, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It it that's it. You just like you click a place on the map and you go into a tennis match and like either you have to do a challenge or you have to do like a match against the CPU and it's just very boring yeah. so far. Yeah, I can. It see does that. get a little bit better as you go, but it's still mm-hmm. just kind of boring. In my, opinion. I can see that aspect, uh, and I also agree with you. But I also would say that in the like looking for something for everyone in the game i'd say like there have to be some people that probably like that yeah and they're wrong um <laughs> i don't know who wrong. they are yeah. but I, I do like i don't personally enjoy that part very much either uh i do think i'm going to just go through it because i like i said i want to get the uh unlock all the courts 
But, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know, much like in Mario Kart, like, you can just straight go online and never play the, uh, right. the single player. You'll be missing a few unlocks, but that doesn't really matter. Right. Um, but I, after I got good at Mario Kart online, I went back and, you know, three starred all of the things because, I don't know, it just feels like you actually completed the game as uh-huh. opposed to Call of Duty did and just played online. Right. <laughs> so there's also, um, a quote unquote swing mode. Where mm-hmm. so I played this with a couple of people, and mm-hmm. it's basically like you know kind of a reimagining of like Wii tennis, where you actually swing your controller yeah. um, to play, and it's okay. I don't know. I liked I liked Wii tennis better, or like <laughs> Wii sports better, um, but it's okay. It's not bad. Um, I think it would be tough for them to come up with anything that could compete with Wii sports. Yeah, bomb. that's true. <laughs> there's also so then there's obviously the online play uh, tournament mode. Uh, and then there comes around the rage that I have. I You're like right. this game, but I thought that I, when I was buying this game, that me and Fonz could get deep, deep into duos. We could take over the world. Yes. We, uh, the two Dars, we'd be out yes. here. Fucking just dominate. Just dominating. And spoilers, you can't yeah. play yeah. online <laughs> with one of your friends. You can play on like, with on duos. Doubles. On doubles. On the same team. So on the same team, you can play <laughs> yeah. your friends online. Like, you can play against them. You can play mm-hmm. against CPUs online. But mm-hmm. if you want to play against other internet people, like real people, online in duos, you have to be on the same Switch. Right. And that's baloney. But... Yes, I agree. It's 2018. <laughs> like, that's, like, literally... That's something that happened... That's something that could happen in, like, 2005. Yes. Online gameplay four people playing online all with yeah. different consoles at this point with how many other like online games i've experienced on the switch though i wasn't really very surprised i'm not surprised like, but it's I frustrating yeah it's frustrating but it's like at this point i think i just let my uh my expectations get so low with nintendo when it comes to online stuff that it's just like mm, whatever dude yeah <laughs> Like, that would have been amazing, of course. And, of course, it would be great if they, like, eventually added that in. But, you know, like I have said before, with things like in Splatoon, you can join a friend in a match, but you're not guaranteed to be on their team, which is stupid. I don't know what's the point of, like, doing that in the first place then. Right. Uh, Especially considering the only way that you can voice chat in Splatoon is if you use the separate app so it's not like you could still be voice chatting with one another not that you would want to because you're on separate teams right um you obviously can't like send people messages on there you can't like it the online just blows so i kind of expected that (laughs) well i mean because like look at uh even mario kart you can get online and play with someone on two like you can get online and play with your friend on online yeah yeah that is true so it's just like it's possible and nintendo can do it but yeah just did do it so in their defense and i feel like this shouldn't be a good reason but in their defense mario kart 8 has been out for a really long time so maybe it was shooty before maybe (laughs) maybe like it took them a long time to get it together i don't know because obviously no one owned a wii u but (laughs) yeah they were just myths we've heard yeah so maybe it was like this because let's see it, the actual release date for Mario Kart 8 was May 29th of 2014 so they had some time it to just, have gotten it better it makes me nervous because obviously uh, 
Smash is coming out. So, like, what mm-hmm. happens if Smash comes out? You can't play with your friends online. I yeah. mean, I'm sure you'll be able to probably, but I don't know. Well, how Even many... pretty like, bad at online. What, what would be considered, like, a, a normal, like, a, a minimum amount of effort? Like, having four different people at the same time online yeah. on different consoles? Mm-hmm. If that was fine, if that happened, then I would be okay with it. Okay. that But that would be, like... I'm saying, like, uh, for example, having just 1v1 online separate consoles, that's not That'd be acceptable. Dumb. Yeah, no, okay. I didn't think so. Not to me. I'm yeah, sure okay. to some of the, uh, to the more, like, hardcore people, yes, that's that's how it, the game was meant to be. Uh, the see, I was, was always under the impression that the point behind Smash was the fact that you have more than two people. Because, yeah, like, it's... other fighting games, you always had two people. Mm-hmm. So Smash I thought is just that was the thing. Chaos on the screen, dude. It's meant yeah. to be chaos i, I do know. feel like they will i mean they would have to be stupid not to have 1v1 online separate consoles probably but yeah. i'm nervous about well no you you uh just like you did say with mario you can do four separate people online different consoles so yeah. if they can get it together the the main issue with uh aces right now is the fact that uh they can barely get you like 1v1ing someone right, they online can, consistently yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I love uh, I love all the little small glitches like you. We talked about earlier. You, uh, we the first time you load up a tournament, it errors on you mm-hmm. consistently. Yeah, buddy. Uh, <laughs> yep. Although it I've is also... it is in their defense, it is better than the demo was. Like the demo, I yeah. consistently it was like consistently had matches like in a day where I would have lag, and now I get that every once in a while. Yeah, that's true um the thing one of my favorite things is when it's showing you your connection to the person before you actually like connect uh when you can hit cancel and Mm -hmm. it shows you full bars or maybe it's missing one bar and you're like okay cool i'm not gonna cancel this and then it gets down to like two seconds and the bars drop down to just one bar or no bars and it's like sweet and then of course you've missed the opportunity to cancel and you're stuck i don't like that about nintendo online games in general i understand why they try to do this but i think they do it a little bit too heavy-handedly where in online games you cannot back out of a match when you're playing with another person um like you can't you can't even like i understand it's online so you wouldn't be able to pause quote unquote the game but you can't even like pull up a menu you can't Mm. do anything you have to just play the match if something happens like something comes up you can't back out you can't do anything and it's like I understand you can home and quit the software, but then, of course, it tells you, like, you do this too many times, you're going to get penalized. It's like, well, I didn't want to have to do this if you just let me quit. Right. (laughs) But, yeah, that's horseshit. But overall, I would say the thing that I do feel like Nintendo uh, kept their roots with, with Tennis Aces, is um, there is a wide variety of play style within the game. Mm-hmm. Um, regardless of like whether you realize because it took me a while to realize this in uh, Mario Kart because at first I wanted to just play online and uh, you start to realize that not only of course you can just like play against other people online uh, there's a lot of different game modes there's a lot of different things that you can change about the you know like the game uh, it, mm-hmm. of course in this one changing things like the court affects things and things like that where even if you're not playing online, even if you want to just like 
play against the computer and just like make up some weird rules it's kind of fun you can you can just like go through and kind of mess with stuff so there's like a lot of options if you start to get frustrated playing online and you're not doing well or whatever instead of just like raging and not playing the game you could still like play the game and just play something else yeah <laughs> so also also i thought this was interesting but then i i think i like misunderstood it so you have there's three characters that have yet to be unlocked in the game and <laughs> so each the you you, they will be automatically unlocked at the end of the month. But if you play online, you can unlock them, f- like, early. Uh-huh. So, like, this month we unlocked uh, Koopa Troopa. But um, I thought all you have to do is, like, play a match online, and then it unlocks. Uh-huh. So it's just yeah. like, but why? I, it just doesn't seem like that's not a reward. No, it's, it's well, in all fairness, they do call it, like, a participation bonus. Yeah. <laughs> It's titled, like, Participation Bonus or something along those lines. So yeah. it's just, like, because it's Nintendo, I get it. Because they're just, like, well, you want to make it fair. So, like, uh-huh. if you don't have access to the internet and you have the game, it will unlock. And if you have access to the internet but you're not interested in playing online, you can just literally get into a match, force quit, and then you get the thing. Yeah. So, so other thing that enough. I think is interesting is so they ha- they gave out that like special Mario classic outfit for if you played the demo, mm-hmm. but like that's the only costume in the game right now. So it's yeah, like, obviously there's gonna be others, but I don't know. It just seems I'm thinking like maybe it just feels start... like I know this is a tennis game, but I just feel like it feels like there's not a lot of content for like customization. Just in general, or you mean overall gameplay? Overall content. gameplay. I mean, I'm I'm liking it because I all I wanted to do was play online, but like, yeah. there's not a lot there, and it is sixty dollars. That's my yeah. that's my problem with like recommending it to people is just like, if you don't like tennis, don't buy this. Obviously, yeah. But like, yeah, there's just because there's just not a, a ton there. You you look at the main screen, and it's just like swing mode, s- simple mode, standard mode, and then mm-hmm. on, uh, the the like garbage uh, solo mode yeah the the adventure i was caught off guard i mean i guess it just makes sense i just wasn't thinking of it i was caught off guard by the adventure mode i didn't i don't know i know nintendo likes to try and put a story to everything but it's like how do you make a storyline around a tennis game and Uh this is how yeah well they (laughs) did it just wasn't they did it well before on uh there was a game board advance game i think called mario tennis uh power tour Okay. That that was people were, were expecting. It was kind of like an RPG game. Uh, uh, and technically, Aces is an RPG, only in the slight, only yeah, slightly. Yeah, because when you progress through the story, you, like, upgrade your stats. Very slowly. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. And, like, very almost not noticeably. But you do. Right. I do kind of, and maybe they, I doubt it, but they could push this in an update. I do kind of wish there was a way to, like, carry that on to online. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I, know it, I don't know. Maybe. Well, I know it would make things less balanced, but I don't think there's anything inherently unfair about that. Because, like, if you've played a lot and up to your stats, it's not like you're just cheating. You know, like, you have worked to get that character. Yeah, I guess. Mm, maybe I put would... it in a separate mode, though. Yeah, that would be, yeah. I don't know. Like it could a, be cool, a different... I think it yeah. might get a little unfair. Yeah. But here's the real question. Is this game better than Party Babies? Oh, yeah! Actually, I need 
I don't know. I, uh, I can, <laughs> That's a good I, question. I looked it up, and it's actually rated the same as Party Babies. So that means it is not better than so it, it is Imagine not Party Babies. Holy better. shit. I love IGN right now. <laughs> um, so I'll put a link in the description to one of my favorite new websites, uh, and it's called Is the Game Better Than Imagine Party Babies? And what this website does is finds games that are currently out uh it doesn't have to necessarily be current but uh are somewhat relevant uh in their genre and uh compares them to ign's classic score for the very little known wii title that came out in 2008 called imagine party babies (laughs) and um in (laughs) in this review for imagine party babies ign no shitting gave this game a 7.5 out of 10. So, <laughs> on the website, they find other, you know, relevant, like I said, games. Uh, for example, you have Half-Life just, Blue Shift. Luigi's <laughs> Mansion got a 7. How is that? So, Imagine Party Babies is better. That's what yeah. I like to see. <laughs> oh, my God. So, this needs to be added. Uh, Mario Tennis Aces, according to IGN, is not better than uh, Imagine Party Babies. Um, more importantly, what I want to go through and do is a small okay. little project. So actually, you, it says, that it, I'm reading through this, uh, and they're saying, please only submit games that score a 7.5 <laughs> or lower. I yeah. have a reputation to keep you up here. The party baby stole my wife. Please help me. <laughs> so you need to submit. Um, <laughs> you need to submit Martin Genesis's. Oh man! So a good uh, a good example of some that are a little bit absurdist is, uh, for example, the PlayStation Portable remaster of the original Final Fantasy game uh, on IGN is rated a six point nine out of ten. So not better than Imagine Party Babies. Um, let's see what other. Oh, we had Half Life Blue Shift, obviously a very relevant title in the PC gaming space uh, that got a seven out of ten. So still not better than Imagine Party Babies. Um, you know what he see. he needs to start doing games. he needs to start like comparing it to games that are better uh-huh. and just be like a game that like <laughs> it's kind of bad and oh yeah but it scored higher than Imagine right, party babies yeah <laughs> oh, oh man they gave a basically like every pokemon mystery dungeon like a 6.5 they're just yep. like cool guys you guys really tried <laughs> with those reviews didn't you Oh, here's a heavy hitter. Um, a, a long-awaited title that came out for the PS4. Uh, I'm sure you've probably heard of it. It's called The Last Guardian. Uh, IGN gave it a 7 out of 10. Not better than Imagine Party Babies. Nice. <laughs> so I want to do a little project with my Steam library. I don't know whether I'll be able to complete all of it because I have a lot of games, but I kind of want to go through a good chunk of my Steam library and compare how, according to IGN, how many games that I made mistakes buying because I should have just bought Imagine Party Babies because, according to IGN, it's better than that game. Yeah. Uh, So next week, I'm obviously not going to go through my entire uh, Steam library on the episode, but next week I'm going to pick out some more, I guess, like I said, relevant or important or noted games that I have in my library and do a good comparison. Let's run down that list and see how many mistakes I made. (laughs) And then remember to uh, set my homepage to IGN for all my game reviews. Yes, Um, (laughs) this episode is sponsored by IGN. Yeah, ten. That's what they gave this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Imagine Party Babies. Yeah, um, ten out of ten. <laughs> could use improvement. 
Oh my god. Well, in the VR space that no one gives a shit about, except for me, um, Ubisoft is making a VR only title. And this is relevant because if I, of course, you can tweet at me and fact check me, but I believe that this would be the first AAA developer vr only title to come out on current generation like vr hardware um, of course there are games like fallout 4 vr but that obviously is not vr only and like skyrim and stuff like that um and that's of course because no AAA developer wants to take the risk on making a vr only title because vr adoption's in the toilet um so it's kind of cool that ubisoft might I mean, apparently they are making this, and uh, but the weird part about it is, <laughs> they're so they're having a beta for it right now, and um, they're having a closed beta that you have to sign up for, mm. and I understand that uh, normally people are used to you know PC games when there's beta, some the first one's a closed beta, then they have an open beta, but here's the problem that I have with them having a closed beta for this title is no one has a vr hmd basically i mean like sales are there but for example if you look on uh, lookingforgame.net for the vr version and look at steam usually it peaks at around 5000 people in the entire world concurrently playing a vr title uh, of course, that is only on Steam, but uh, compare that to something like even PUBG that's in its downfall, uh, who peaked today at 1.3 million. So I think you can tell that like no one actually has VR. So hmm. I feel like you don't really want to take a risk on making a closed beta. Like you're, you don't have a very large customer base, and then you're going to be selective about who's allowed to play it. I don't know, yeah. that seems weird to me. I understand, like, that's the normal process, but I feel like it should be different with this because it's like, you don't really... Like, first of all, if they're... If it's going to be, you know, made by them, I'm sure it's going to be $60. And most VR titles are not $60, uh, except for, like I said, you have, like, Fallout and Skyrim. Um, right. So you're already going to be trying to push up that, that $60 AAA price point. And you already know your target audience is really small. So it's like, I feel like you want to be as welcoming to get as many people to try this game as possible so that you have a higher chance of someone actually buying it. But I guess Ubisoft has uh, different ideas in mind. Because, and maybe I'm just salty because I didn't get into the beta. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> in more real life news, unfortunately, um, everyone's favorite strongman. Terry Crews um, had to go. What was he? He was talking in front of a. Uh, oh man, I should know this. Congress. Was, yeah, that that's the word. <laughs> those guys. He was talking in front <laughs> those of those <Congress>. rulemakers. <laughs> yeah, those people. Uh, he was speaking in front of Congress about his uh, his Me Too sexual uh, allegations. I guess you would call them, mm-hmm. like him saying that someone groped him. Uh, right, right, and saying that the Senate. He was sorry. He was telling the Senate that more men need to speak out about sexual assault. Um, of course, this was televised or just recorded. I'm not sure. I don't watch TV that much. Ah, um, I'm sure. Regardless, it was on, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say even if it wasn't live, there was definitely video of it. I'm sure, um, yeah, I'm sure it was on like CNET or whatever. Not that CNET. What, what is it? C-SPAN. C-SPAN. Oh, C-SPAN. C-SPAN. <laughs> no, I said what? <laughs> oh, C-SPAN. <laughs> I said CNN. Oh. <laughs> Oh man, so many. Tweet at us your favorite C's. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so yeah, regardless, the uh, the video for this was seen, and uh, you know, I'll as see. you know, if you yeah, see some. If you, uh, if you're familiar with watching Terry Crews, uh, you know, he's a very well-spoken, well-mannered individual. So he goes on about his, uh, his what I'm going to assume is a prepared speech. He goes on through it and does a good job at talking about what he uh, wanted to say and getting his point across. But um, obviously there were, as the internet is nowadays, everyone's a critic. Uh, mm-hmm. There were critics who mm-hmm. decided to write uh, Instagram and Twitter posts about uh Terry Crews's um, story, testimony, I guess, that he told. And uh, one of the more notable ones being 50 Cent. And, uh, Who is 50 still alive. Cent? Yeah, strangely enough, I didn't know. Um, well, I guess if you like literally get shot in the face and don't die, nothing else mm. is going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so 50 Cent wrote in a caption on Instagram uh, of a, with a photograph of Terry Crews, uh, topless. And he wrote the words, I just got raped. My wife just watched, superimposed over the photograph. And uh, in another photograph wrote, what the F? Or no, this is underneath the photograph. What the F is going on here, man? Terry, like quoting him, I froze in fear. They would have taken me to jail. Get the strap. So apparently 50 Cent is saying that his penis is so small that if anyone attempts to grab it, he will shoot you. So watch out. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, at one point, you only have so much penis left. You can't be taking risks like that. You can't have people just grabbing at it. You might lose it. (laughs) You might get it stolen. Yeah, you might lose it. So apparently the hyper-masculine response to someone groping you in public is to kill them. Sounds level-headed. Oh, Um, yeah. But speaking of non-level-headed things, you and me have a new addiction, and it's yes. called gaming addiction. Gaming it's addiction. it's not new to us. It's time <laughs> to start talking about gaming addiction, guys. Yeah. It's a gaming serious World it's Health Organization listen. approved disease. Yeah. That's what you... they're called, I'm pretty sure. A WHO <laughs> approved disease. It's a, it's, now it, the official title is Gaming Disorder. So uh, we're going. I'm not going to read all of it because who wants to hear it a lot? But I'm going to give you a quick rundown of what the of what gaming disorder is defined as. Um, of course, you have to have a persistent or recurring gaming behavior, whether it's online or offline, does not matter. Um, the notable points being that you do not have control over the onset, frequency, intensity, or duration of your gaming sessions. Mm. Um, that you tend to give more priority to gaming. Uh, than other things that take place in your life, uh, other life interests or daily activities. And, of course, a continuation or escalation of your gaming despite negative consequences happening in your life. For example, if your wife leaves you from playing Skyrim too much and you just don't care. So... (laughs) I can get a new wife in Skyrim. Yeah. (laughs) You can get a new wife in real life, too. Uh, Oh, man. I mean, you could. (laughs) I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) What? So, um, with the uh, the news of this article, this is the edge. I need to read this later. This is very serious, though. In this this article that you linked, right? Yeah, Wesley Yin Pol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, as far as I understand, it's like not supposed to be a goof or anything. Right, and we've been we here at uh, last week on the internet making a lot of goofs, but uh, yeah, we want you to know that gaming disorder is a serious condition. Yeah. Jokes aside. If you see um, something, say something. Yeah, if you yeah. see a gamer, say a gamer. Yeah. <laughs> <If> you, <laughs> stop a gamer. If you, yeah, if you see a gamer, 
Turn Stop. off this console. Yeah. <laughs> Help him. Help him. But um, um, as uh, as our, your resident experts in this newly found disorder, Jake and I are going to describe A. So I think we need to talk about two points. One, do you think that this is real? Um, regardless of whether or not the World Health Organization says so, like in your opinion. And do you think you suffer from this? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. And... Maybe. Who knows? Who cares? Ha! <laughs> no. I, so, like, I don't know. Like, sure. I'm, I, I was goofing on it, and I'm going to keep goofing on it because yeah. I'm, that's what I'm going to do. But yeah. uh, I do think that it is real because, like, you can get literally addicted to anything, basically. Right. Yeah. Pretty yeah, much. Yeah. You can do anything in unhealthy amounts of times. Exactly. Uh, so, I don't know. Do people, I'm sure, do people play uh, video games too much? Yeah. Yes. Do I? Eh, probably. <laughs> but Maybe. also, I don't have any responsibilities. I'm putting yeah, up I this podcast. <laughs> so, like, so I'm not skipping out on anything. Right. And like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think that's the, the, the at the Turning point where point. it's like, yeah. Because like, you no longer when you start like, like, that priority. Right. When you start like avoiding other things in your life because you're like, you're like, one more game. Got to get yeah. one more game in. It's just like, right. yeah, I'll play too many video games, but also like, when something happens or like it's not like i'm fucking like skipping things like i had to go do something and then i'm like well i can't do it because i gotta play a video game exactly and like i never was like that uh when i actually had responsibilities (laughs) 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 it was i never thought to myself well i'm gonna skip class today just to play a video game right exactly yeah I well, am so, if anything, now that I'm thinking about it, maybe I have a which it, this all comes back around. I was gonna, I was gonna goof. I was like, I have sleep disorder, which is a real thing and for real. I was goofing on it, but I was like, because if anything, I would skip class to sleep some more. Yeah. Uh, but all it comes, it comes back around because why was I not getting enough sleep? It's because I was playing too many video games the day before. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I I say uh, I'm pretty much just straight up one to one agreeing with everything that you said. I would say, despite the fact that a lot of people online are just like, "Oh, this is made up," like this is BS. Uh, I do think, like you said, it, it, you can be addicted to anything. Like I think you can right. do something too much and, and have negative consequences. So yeah, fair enough. I think there's a gaming disorder. Um, I do think that. I probably, I don't know. I think there's a like level of priority that I would give to playing games over doing something, but I don't think that that it takes like precedence over doing something like, oh, I'm not going to work today because I'm going to play PUBG. Right. You know. I think maybe when you get to that point, it's probably an issue. I mean, I can say that I've not done other things because I wanted to play video games instead, but yeah. it wasn't things that I like I don't know would receive a really negative consequence from not doing. Right. So, yeah, I, I think when you're at that point where you're just like, uh, I'm not going to work today because I'm going to play Skyrim instead. Yeah. I mean, well, I don't know. Maybe now I'm just like I'm thinking deeper on this. And I'm like, maybe I do have this problem because <laughs> I was like uh, I was thinking I wouldn't do that. But there are instances where I would do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's not like something I would do every day or like, you know, skip uh-huh. two weeks of work just to play a game. But see, I have called out of work on a game release day before. Oh, um, man. See, I was thinking about that, too. I was like, I, I don't actually think that I have. I'm not sure. 
and then they're gonna get someone someone fucking i'll fucking think it right <laughs> someone's out there like well you gotta have a job to keep you bad on work haha <laughs> funny funny i've Very heard him before funny funny <laughs> funny um but in the past when i was working uh <laughs> i don't i don't think i called out like i said i the times that i called out i was like doing something cooler <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I'm uncomfortable now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have called out well, for for a game release. The thing is, though, let me let me try and make up for myself. I didn't do it the day of because obviously, with a game release, you know it's gonna come out. So it wasn't right. like I put anyone under the bus. I called out ahead of time, but it was for that. Um, yeah. I was also thinking of when you were just like, "Yeah, I never skipped class to play games," and I was thinking like, "No, I didn't do that either." And then I was like, "Oh wait, I would just take my computer to class and." play games no so i was like maybe this is a problem oh, um, moving on <laughs> before we get into some deep stuff right there moving on because uh, then i was i started making me think again and i was like yeah i can't think of the last time that i like called out of work uh on a game release to like play a game and then i was like well that's because i can just play games while i'm at work no. and i do that so oh, like, moving forward oh man we need to talk about someone so garbage so shitty that he makes us look good by comparison yeah, to make us even me look like i don't have gaming disorder <laughs> who, who could we talk about that oh, would be man. that bad uh everyone's favorite youtube celebrity rice gum Oh, because i'm sure you've heard of him unfortunately i feel like i don't know how i know this is like a rice gum meme i don't know how relevant rice gum is anymore like do people actually know who he is i don't think I that he's like old if YouTube. you don't like live on youtube i feel like i would hope most people don't know who he is yeah but... he joined youtube in like 2012 so he's like old youtube kind of yeah so if you but... don't know who he is he's one of uh Those. jake paul logan paul's butt yeah. buddies He's an internet fuckboy. Yeah. Um, basically, he's an internet fuckboy slash hype beast. And, uh, oh, he I'll got famous some... by doing bad rap, uh, yeah. like, whatever you want to call it. Parody songs. Videos, yeah, like, like uh, gotcha songs. What are they? Yeah, uh, the, damn it. I feel like an old man. Like the rap battles? Rap um, battles? The diss tracks. The diss tracks. Woof! Well, the diss tracks. I could, I could hear the someone out there who's just, like, <laughs> screaming yeah. at their... their <laughs> The podcast is diss tracks. Yeah, they're called diss tracks. <laughs> you got you know who Rice Gum is, but you fucking <laughs> don't know what a diss track is. <laughs> and flexing on YouTube, so he is the latest YouTuber to add to a long line of gilded YouTubers to go to another country and make a jackass of themselves. Um, basically, Rice Gum uploaded a video of him going to Hong Kong and acting a fool. And, um, of course, it's not so much that I'm surprised that Ricegum would do that, really. Uh, it's more the fact that it kind of uh, it shines a negative light on the YouTube community in the media. And I realize at the end of the day, I don't really feel like that yeah, shouldn't matter that much. Because regardless of what, like, the media might say about your content as a YouTuber, you can still make your content. Um, uh -huh. Of course, this does tie back into the adpocalypse, but... Uh, of course, in the media, when they talk about these stupid things that, like, Jake and Logan Paul do, or, for example, now Ricegum, they don't say this person... Actually, I can't think of what Ricegum's real name is, but they don't say Ricegum's real name did this. They say YouTuber goes to Hong Kong and does this. And, of course, that makes the those that are out of touch kind of think uh, that all YouTube is like this. Because, Brian. you know, people who are above uh, our generation 
probably don't understand the vast majority of content there is on YouTube, especially considering I'm, that's to be completely recent. honest, I don't understand the vast majority <laughs> of content on YouTube. Yeah, it's I, I definitely. I mean, obviously, it's grown a lot quickly more recently. But I mean, even if you did, you're an older person and you did use YouTube, you know, even five years ago, it's very much different now. So, uh, so yeah, basically, rice gum fucked it up for everyone. <laughs> Big surprise there. Um, but in good YouTube news. <laughs> um, so one of my favorite shows on YouTube, uh, Hot Ones, yeah, they my... had our boy MKBHD. Is that Yes! Him? Yeah, Marquez Brownlee. Nice. They Everyone's had him on Hot Ones. Uh, so if you like either Hot Ones or you like MKBHD, then check that out because it's a pretty good interview. I like no, it. No, if you like either Hot Ones or MKBHD, you're wrong. You need to like both. Is that? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> If you like one or the other, get out. Um, yeah. <laughs> but hopefully, if you did only watch one of them previously, now you'll be introduced to the other one because yeah, they're both outstanding channels. Yeah. Um, so yeah, something that uh, the YouTube. Well, I was gonna say something that YouTube's doing good for the world, but it's like kind of not though. <laughs> it's just a YouTube show. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, if you wanted to good get the out of your parents' basement and go outside. Move into your own basement. Yeah, for some godforsaken reason. Well, you want to move into your own basement because you're mad because your mom threw out your old NES. Well, now you can move into your own basement after you make a short trip outside because Nintendo announced that the NES Classic, that console that I basically had to fight someone for, (laughs) is now on sale again. So, if you got memed last time, which you did, uh, <laughs> chances are you did, um, you apparently will be able to purchase this one for the rest of this year. It is Nintendo, so that is a lie, but um, <laughs> <laughs> that is what's oh, being I said. I like how, so we're looking at it, but if, so has it gone on sale yet? Because, or... I know there were pre-orders. I, I feel like the sale has gone up by now. Oh, wait, yeah. It's being restocked tomorrow, June 29th. Well, yeah. Tomorrow, so there were the, the day of the, this uh, writing. This right. article, yeah. Yeah, there um, were pre-orders before that, like, before the real actual release. I do remember, I think, like, Walmart immediately just, like, sold out of pre-orders. As I'm looking <laughs> through it, yeah. Amazon sold out. Best Buy sold out. Walmart is $88. Nice. Uh, let's see. GameStop is... Oh, it's actually available. Whoa, yeah. Huh. I see that. Huh, interesting. Well, if you uh, happen to live in the Hampton Roads area, uh, I can guarantee you there's a GameStop with an NES Classic Edition. There you go. Um, I can also guarantee you that uh, you're a schmuck and didn't want it enough last year. This is uh, <laughs> this. And welcome to our Goose and Gas segment. It's been a while. Hey, and we're back. So hey, what in the world? <laughs> I'm dropping things. <laughs> I saw it's that this. shocking I, of a story. I read this, and I was re- actually reading this article a couple days ago. Jake just dropped uh, his whole computer. Yeah, I just dropped my. <laughs> I know this is kind of an old story, but I only just read about this a couple days ago. Um, and the name, the title of this article: Why Porn Is Showing Up in Super Mario Odyssey. Uh, I think it's funny. So they, they recently, I think it's hilarious. <laughs> they recently added uh, a new mode to the game called Luigi's Balloon World mode. Uh-huh. And so in the game, basically uh, in that mode, you can uh, you can hide balloons for other players to find, mm-hmm. um, and then you know it's kind of like a scavenger hunt. So like right. sometimes people will put them in like really hard places to yeah. get to and that sort of deal. Um, and on the balloons, 
you have like your your switch icon right. um and so recently there was a some software called dev menu which mm-hmm. lets you uh kind of they call it hacking i don't know i think of it as more of like uh, you get to access non-user space right so yeah hacking is such an edgy way to say it. yeah this this article calls it hacking it's not yeah. actually hacking but yeah you can get into things that you wouldn't necessarily be able to get to into into uh the switch right and so what some of those people were doing is that they are <laughs> were putting uh making their icon porn yeah because you then, can change your because normally you can't make a custom avatar, right? You can only you make your this. icon the pictures that you see, or also me's, right? But when you use this, you can upload a custom avatar. So of right. course that means the first so, thing. So that means instantly people started making uh, porn avatars, and that means that in the game, because it shows the avatar on the balloon, it would just have porn on the yes. balloon. So there was just Mario and porn, two things yeah, that you feel like you'd only see deep on Pornhub. Yeah, um, and I have no. <laughs> I've been or, saying, oh, that's that, not that deep. Take it from me. Yeah, um, or not even you did not. Yeah. Maybe you'd have to search for that much. <laughs> it's on the recommended. Uh, <laughs> it actually says when you go to Pornhub, it asks, "Do you have gaming disorder?" And it shows you Mario porn. Yeah. <laughs> oh man i think the funniest premise about this whole thing i mean i understand why people were angry about it um i think they're justified in being angry about it i understand that because it does not necessarily pertain to me doesn't mean that it's not important uh i get that most people are angry because they're children that they let play the game uh you know Saw it's a mario a game they're pretty yeah they're pretty uh familiar with what the content's going to be like and, and it's not yeah. Um, so I get that, but I also think the strange premise about this whole idea is the fact that you had the ability to upload, like you found out you can upload a custom avatar, and like for some reason the first thing you thought of was like, let's do porn. Like what? Yep. That's weird. I feel. <laughs> I mean, it's not even like that. Fu- like I feel like it would be memes, like Welcome funny things. But instead, it was just like, let's do porn. It's like what? 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 Why? Speaking of that, <laughs> it's almost time for me and Fonz to go let's do, do porn. porn. <laughs> <laughs> Look for that. Search in, search in your your local porn hub last week on the internet porn. Yeah, buddy. You will not like those results. Yeah, you do not want to see that. Uh, um, but if you want to hear more of it. <laughs> but if you want to hear that. Yeah. Um, you Check can out episode of 69 episodes. of our yeah, podcast buddy. last week on the internet for all the more porn-related stories. Yeah, buddy. Unfortunately, there is no Mario present, though. Um, no. So, sorry to let you down. Um, if you want to listen to episodes that are not porn-related, but also done by us, you can uh, find those on our cool website, lastweekontheinternet.com, as well as subscribing on iTunes, Google Play, CastBox, and wherever fine podcasts are sold. Uh, Go ahead and write us a review, leave us a rating on iTunes, I haven't checked in a while, Um, leave us a review on CastBox, anywhere you can leave a review, preferably not Google Play Podcasts, but if you have to, sure. <laughs> and uh yeah leave us a rating try and boost us up those charts uh we got a few loyal listeners especially our patreon subscribers and our patreon can be found at lastweekontheinternet.com slash patreon giving a huge shout out to lawrence brandon and adam for holding it down for the last week nation and being fiscally irresponsible 
Um, let's see. We have a Twitter account. We are at Last Week Podcast, and uh, we track the hashtag LWOTI. If you hate me individually, I can be found on Twitter at hobby underscore grade, and I track the hashtag front roll. If you um, want to reach at me individually, well, you can't because I'm too deep into that game in disorder. Yeah, but I. <laughs> <laughs> he sacrificed, he gave up his Twitter priority for gaming. Yeah. Uh, so, sorry about it. Um, I think that's all of our social stuff. We have an email address, unfortunately. I did recently I, check it, I think. Maybe I don't remember. Uh, maybe uh, I'm lying. Um, that is... I dreamed that you checked <laughs> yeah. it. <laughs> I thought about it, and I was like, actually, I don't know if I should stand by that. Um, <laughs> uh, that is internet at gmail.com. Really clever. Just uh, keeping everything locked tight. Um, wanted to also give a secret shout out to uh, one of our Patreon, or not Patreon, one of our Twitter followers. I had to remember what the word is. Um, <laughs> I believe, I'm not even going to, unfortunately, I'm not going to try and say your Twitter handle because I don't know how. But his display name is Me, the Artist. And he did our album art for last week's episode as well as the next few forthcoming episodes. Because uh, I don't feel like contacting that person with the porn picture of Mewtwo. <laughs> or not Mewtwo, Meow. Yeah. Um, that wasn't so, yeah. a porn picture? Please. Yeah, it just looks provocative. It wasn't, okay. It looks I'll... suggestive. Sorry, oh, that's what I mean. Porn. <laughs> I, I'm sure that there is porn pictures of me out, but yeah. don't you dare put throw that artist under the bus. <laughs> You're like, don't put that evil on me. I didn't yeah. say that. Um, so yeah, thanks for uh, for looking out and uh, taking the time out of your busy schedule. I'm sure to throw down some artwork for us. It's looking great, and like I said, we will be using that for. I mean, depending on how many uh, pieces there are that we can use without repeating, we'll be using them forthcoming. Um, so yeah, keep a lookout for next week's episode when I compare my Steam library to Imagine Party Babies. Uh, this is episode 75 of last week on the internet, and we'll catch you next week.